My name is Dele Johnson. After six years of watching the Arrowverse, I have only one goal. Tell everyone I know about it. But to do so, I can't be the geek I once was. To honor my favorite CW show, I must be someone else. I must be something else. I must be the podcaster. What's up? This is your host, Dele. This is Mo. And you have failed this podcast. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. We got a special guest in tow with us today. The one and only Asi Asi. What's up, man? Yo, Oseo to all you CWDC heads out there. Thanks for having me, guys, on this marvelous second episode. Yo, already second episode, we got special guests. Yeah, man. come so, on, man. You know. What else could you ask for? <laughs> we got big vibes. And Austin is a comic books and pop culture uh, genius. And he's going to keep us honest today and make sure we're uh, we're calling it like it is. Yeah, man. I'm really impressed by Austin's ability to just like recall shit. Like you could like bring up some very obscure thing and Austin will be like, well, actually, so and so, you know, so. Damn, thank you. It's you very- that gave me chills. That was a very nice compliment. You know, he's got it. That's what we do around here. We just uh, we give you chills. <laughs> <laughs> chills and thrills. That's what we're all Yo. about here on You Have Failed This Podcast. That's right. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our warm-up shots here, roundup, uh, and starting off with now streaming. So let's go around and talk about what we're watching, fellas, and uh, let's do the guest first. Uh, a great oh. honor. Uh, starting up Yu-Gi-Oh for the first time. First time watch. Wait, first time watch. you didn't mention that earlier. You didn't I, say that that was the first <laughs> time. Never have I ever watched a lot because me being like 35, I kind of tapped out of like the cartoons at a certain point. Totally. Yu-Gi-Oh fell into that situation. So, but it's kind of tight though. I'm kind of feeling it. What did that originally come out? That was WB, right? Yeah, that's how we saw it. Um, mm-hmm. On on yeah, the WB Saturday morning cartoons, man. Uh, I think it's it started airing like two thousand. Yeah, yeah. So I was primed for for that kind of entertainment at that point, and I like played the card game and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had the card games too. Yeah, definitely. The card game wasn't like I don't know. I feel like the show was like so much cooler than the actual like, actually like playing the card game. I still did that shit, but. Yeah, yo, and I'm I'm realizing now as we've been watching back that like, uh, it it kind of like tells you strategies. Like if you watch the show, if you like really study the show, it tells it's you like how to a, play the game. Yeah, basically, it's just an extended at like 250 episode strategy guide for a, <laughs> a card game. Yo, it came out in 2000, 2000 to 2004. So that was while I was in high school. So yeah, I don't think it would have been okay for me. Yes. I was already chubby and Asian. Like, I couldn't be a Yu-Gi-Oh! stand for the entirety of high school. Yo. Saving yourself in that third strike right there. Yo. Wow. <laughs> Damn. And, well, we both watched Wonder Woman 1984, yep. although at separate times. Um, and that was fairly disappointing. I so. watched it in 3D, though. Shout out to, Yo, you to did Nate watch. hooking it up with the my 3D in-house experience now which helped but did not save the film uh, in any yeah. way shape 
it's not really salvageable. Overall, I think the consensus is that it was trash. Uh, but I also uh, just finished watching, rewatching Flash season one with Savannah. I've got okay. her. I've got her on the train. Wow, man. director's couldn't, cut. Couldn't couldn't get her in the arrow, but you know, <laughs> Barry Allen and Iris has been the angle to uh, appeal to her her sensibilities. Yeah, it's a much more digestible show, you know, for like the average person. Well, it is a yeah, well more well rounded cast. I'd yeah. say it's a more experienced cast. You got Joe Joe West playing. Uh, a cop, his entire career, that dude was on Law and Order for the longest. Which one? The OG Law and Order. The OG Law and Order. He played a detective, so he's been doing this role for like years. Yeah. <laughs> the Green Arrow is like a dark cup of coffee. You can't be having that all the time, whereas like Flash is like a lavender latte. Like, uh, yeah. It's just an enjoyable piece of digestible yeah. media. Flash actually has his own coffee drink in that show. Yo, right. Everyone everyone ends up getting it. We'll, we'll get into that in the Flash episode a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. It's really exciting, especially for coffee heads. Yeah. Uh, Mo, what are you watching? You know what? The holidays just passed. I've been actually actually like in my cooking bag, so I've been watching a lot of Maddie Matheson cooking shows oh. as well as um, some Iron Chef here and there, but uh, I did watch the first episode of Stargirl. Um, hey, yeah. yo, they texted me about Stargirl this he, weekend too. Said they finished it. Yeah, wow. he, he he also told me that, that there's like a hilarious evil plot by episode ten. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure, so I'm I'm excited about that. I've been actually reading. So I read the entirety of the Stargirl series after watching the first season, and then that leads into a revamp of. The Justice Society of America, which is like DC's first superhero team, kind of the first like big superhero team before like anything else. And I now have read four years worth of the Justice Society. Jesus. And that's what they're going to be going into next. They're kind of setting all that up. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting. I'm, I've not, I'm not a DC stan or head very much. I read it because I'm a comic book stan, but uh, I'm really interested to see how they pull this off going into the future with that kind of stuff. Right. So Stargirl, the show, made you read four years of Justice Society. Yeah, because she joins the Justice Society okay. of America eventually. That's what's going to happen in this show? Or well, they're, at this point, I guess, spoiler alert, uh, in, in in the show, like the, the show is going to be them forming like the young version yeah. of the Justice Society. Okay. So, like, so you saw the first episode, so you see, like, that everyone got, like, fucked up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Joel McHale, R.I.P. Yeah, yo. Joel Star McHale. Man. Wow. Yo. He's kind of, it's crazy how jacked he, like, legitimately is. Yeah. He has yeah, been he forever. He out, man. It's kind of he, weird. He's, he's low-key, but then, like, kind of, like, puts it out there a lot, too. Yeah. As he's, a community fan, I want to see more, like, superhero Joel McHale. It just, like, him in yo, yeah. bigger, yo, like, yeah. roles was, like that. It was interesting, man. I was like, yo, that's kind of cool. He, like, he's a perfect, like, secret identity type of actor. Yeah. Like, he makes he sense. He could totally play a dickhead. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he would be a great elongated man. Yo, He could wow. do it. He might become too irritating, though, in my opinion, potentially. In, in you movies, gotta, maybe. Yo, maybe, like, a Jake Gyllenhaal elongated man. I want yeah, someone that okay. like wouldn't like bother me too but much. But he's already today. played Mysterio, bro. He's already Truth. locked in on the on the MCU, man. I don't know if he can make the jump to DC now. Only Ryan Reynolds has done it successfully, man. Because Would DC you call that successfully? Tanked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deadpool is legit now. Deadpool. No, I was talking about the Green Lantern oh, movie. Oh no, that tank. But that's why, man, because it was such a shitty thing. Yeah, <laughs> he like pushed for that. That's like 
when Los Angeles wanted like a football team, he like wanted to have these characters so bad or like yeah. be on screen as them that yeah. he like forced them into existence and then just didn't work out super well. I worked with Deadpool, but yeah. eventually how, how Jordan did not work out. The first the first time with both of them were kind of Deadpool Wolverine Origins was pretty shit. Oh yeah, but that's because it was like about Wolverine. Yeah. He was the center. Ryan Reynolds was just just chance. But they really did a terrible rendition of him for that. Yeah. Like oh, like when they stitched his mouth. Yeah. 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 I mean, shout yeah. out to him for getting that back to where it needed to be. Yeah, for sure. he really revamped that. Well, I mean, that's a good enough segue into our homework for the week, which is uh, reading assignments. And Austin, you've you've told us that you read four years worth of JSA <laughs> thus far in like six months yeah. or so. That's Very extremely impressive. well well done and i know that you've been reading other stuff too yeah yeah, a lot of other stuff as well that was like the book i had to like force myself to like push through yeah but it's i mean it's it's like the star girl centric version of jsa yeah it yeah so for a good bit it's what they're setting up right now is leading into kind of um what they're doing in the in the comic book they the variations of the young team old team uh that the dynamics are like a huge aspect of the first like year and a half or so of that mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. but then they finally settle into just like being a dope ass team and like working with each other because they have like old ass dudes and a bunch of like young people too and then like the newer versions and older versions they all like interact in like nice ways yeah when was it published this i think star girl let's find out star girl i think came out in 99 by jeff johns uh his first like dc work and mm. then jsa continued on i think i'm in 2004 of it now oh, okay i believe what what like continuity like would that be post final um, crisis still pre-52 okay yeah way 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 before 52 it was just kind of a a generic dc comics era yeah it was still okay. just like the the night it was in the like late 90s yeah. early so like early 2000s um is like what Quiver yeah. was. That was 2001. Yeah. And then that continuity ran for like six or seven years, at least on the, on the Green Arrow stuff. And that was all still just, they were just writing stuff. And that's why they had to, you know, they bomb it every so often. Yeah. What, so there was a crisis event in like 2008 or nine. And that like, that was like a clean slate into another like 10 years of stuff before they did new 52 because new 52 was like 2000 new 52 was was that 2010 to 2015 that sounds like 2011 okay yeah yeah Yeah, because i've only read new 52 and rebirth so i like one of these days maybe it's a different conversation i want to get y'all's like order of like top like eras yo dc i mean because marvel started with the ultimate universe they did a revamp in the early 2000s and that's where like i remember that yeah it was sick because they had, they had never done a full revamp essentially um and so dc jumped on in a similar way that the dc movie universes and mcu interact um dc jumped into the same mode but stumbled so i had to keep doing it and so that's where they're at right now there's it's like when someone's like about to fall, but their feet keep kind of going, yeah. that's what DC's been doing since like New Fifty Two, essentially. And I think it's just gonna keep. They're just gonna clean house every so often. They they kind of I guess that they're well they also have like a stronger tradition, 
in comics so they have to it's hard for them to keep it alive but also keep it relevant too mm-hmm. and keep moving it forward mm-hmm. mo yeah. what you what you been reading this week uh so i ended up reading quiver after oh, okay. the last episode yeah um Definitely like cool, like reading that whole. I can definitely, I definitely see like all the parallels like they've done like on the show. Yeah. Um, but mostly I've been reading uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Okay. Uh, New Fifty Two. New Fifty Two. Who's writing on that? Um, I'm not too sure, but it's uh, he's with Starfire and uh, Arsenal or Roy Harper, as we'll talk about later. Yeah. And it's really interesting seeing like the different version of like Roy Harper and like he's like you know. as we said last time, he's like an addict junkie, like recovering junkie. Um, and he's also like a tech genius, like on the low, just like a like a wild like scientist. Like fidget like, kind of inventor type Yeah, stuff. exactly. And just like makes like randomly like makes things that will like save the world and shit. So okay. it's really interesting how like um, the route they took him on the show. They made him handsome and a little less less smart. <laughs> he's got street smarts bro yeah exactly so that book's written by this dude named scott lobdell who um i was a huge fan of in high school he wrote the this series of x-men books with my favorite one of my favorite artists of all time joe moderia very anime style yeah um and then he moved over to dc and so the series he is well known for his work with red hood and the outlaws and superman at that time period uh, he also wrote the script for happy death day Whoa, interesting. What else did he write during, like, New 52? Uh, Let's see, DC work. He he did some new, he did some Teen Titans work, uh, including the gay Hispanic superhero Bunker. I think that was his creation. Bunker, I never even heard of that. Yeah, yeah, deep cut Bunker, bro. What you know? Why are they hiding Bunker? Bring yeah. back Bunker. Bring hashtag. back Bunker. <laughs> That's our mission now. <laughs> hashtag bring back Bunker. Bring back uh, Stephen Amell as the Green Arrow and bring back Bunker. <laughs> he's writing a uh, Wally West book oh, since nice. 2019. Cool. Uh, Title Flash Which Wally? Ooh. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, White Wally. In Number Reaper? two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he comes... White Wally, like, disappears for New 52, then he comes back in Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, reaches out to Barry Allen. Yeah. He's like, happened. remember me! The, the lightning rod moment. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we'll also talk about those uh, in our Flash season three or maybe season two. Uh, one of those times, Barry's going to get lost in the Speed Force, as yeah. as he does. Yeah. <laughs> Just making bad decisions after bad decisions. Oh, yeah. Keep doing it, man. That's that's the Barry we know and love. He always getting a mulligan. Yeah, that's the tragedy of the ones we love is the fuel of life to a certain extent. <laughs> it's the entertainment. It's the mini chaos that keeps us going. Yeah, this is true. Wow. So I uh, read... Uh, a big run of Green Arrow, Brightest Day, which is like the aftermath of the Blackest Night event um, in DC Comics, which was uh, like a crisis level, like comics changing event with uh, Black Lanterns. And it was like a whole bunch of zombie stuff. And then there was a White Lantern stuff. And it brings back like 10-ish characters, like villains and heroes that it's, were like yeah. gone from comics for a minute. They It brought them all back. I've, I read, I've read chunks of it, and it's one of the 
biggest our our homie safe actually has the full volume of it and it's one of the thickest books you'll ever see it's, yo it's crazy it's really. insane i've i've probably read at least like 500 pages of the series in itself mm-hmm. i've read a lot of chunks of it but i i the vastness of it's huge and mm-hmm. then brightest day is also on top of that as well too mm-hmm. god damn that's all jeff johns as well too who started with start these all of this is all connected by jeff johns essentially almost everything right the arrowverse yeah and everything yeah interesting okay yeah, he's he's an ep on a lot of that stuff but yeah so i read I read Brightest Day, Green Arrow, um, after this whole crazy Blackest Night uh, stuff, uh, this forest pops up in um, in Seattle, and uh, GA has been, like, he's like an outlaw at this point, um, and he's wanted by the police, and he's just living in this forest, and it's like this magical forest, and it's like, it's like helping him out. Um, it's like a sentient forest, but it's like good and bad. And he's going through all this stuff. There's a lot of really cool character cameos throughout the run. Green Lantern shows up. Um, Martian Manhunter shows up, and he was one of those characters that was like like brought back through through like the the White Lantern yeah. stuff. Uh, then you got see so Swamp Thing, another character who was brought back, um, shows up. You got Mr. Terrific. You got Dr. Midnight, who's a Justice Society dude. Yeah. Um, a lot of cool cameos throughout. Uh, you get um, uh, uh, Isabel Roshev. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about up. her later. She shows up. Um, does she have an alter ego or is she just like, no, that's she's just, just corporate girl. Yeah. No, but in, in the comics, she's like this, like she like wears this mask. Okay. And she's like very mysterious clandestine but she doesn't have an alter ego she just does what she does as isabel roshev just as like a yeah like a my name is my rap shit woman yeah yeah like career woman Dope. but like ruthless and obsessed with robert queen and the whole affair all that all that mess yeah of, of green arrow storytelling is just hella like love triangles and scandalous messy yeah like hookups and sex and shit love it perfect for the cw Hundred um, percent. But really good story. Uh, goes back into like trauma of Oliver Queen. His parents in in this continuity in this story are like mauled by lions. <laughs> like his whole hang up and trauma is that he wasn't strong enough to save them because he was like ten years old when his parents were getting attacked. Wait, by and lions. he was and he was there. He was just like yeah, he was there, and they like. They, like, defended him enough, but end up mauled and, like, killed in the end. Um, so he has to work work through all that. Um, and then there's this, like, crazy knight. This dude who, like, loses his mind. He yeah. like, thinks he's a knight and he's in the forest, too. Um, and, yeah, and at the end of the day, they, they save the world from, like, getting all jacked up. And they, like, save Seattle from the forest. Um very much kind of like a spiritual forest thing like from avatar yeah uh, legend of korra very it felt like that a little bit okay i don't know if you've seen it i have not yo have you have you watched avatar i have watched avatar you should legend of korra in your watch list yeah you'll You'll fuck with it i think definitely aaron really likes like loves avatar so maybe yo yeah that's a that's a good couple type situation for sure oh interesting so legend of korra came out 2012 mm-hmm. so that's post this 
brightest day green arrow situation yeah it is yeah so they that's could like a 2010 to 2011 yeah because brightest days kind of it was like 14 issues okay uh yeah. it's the last kind of big chunk before they go into new 52 so it's like kind of like the last like green arrowy situation it seems mm-hmm. before new 52 mm-hmm. when he gets like a kind of gets a makeover looks more like the green arrow of smallville oh really yeah lame um well, what's the word on the street today, folks? What kind of rumors have got you hype? Uh, DC content on on the four forefronts, uh, you know that kind of stuff. You started us off. What rumors have you heard? Man, well, so I was just wa- looking into some stuff about the Green Lantern HBO Max series. Okay. Um, and so it was a list of like the main characters who were to come in the show, um, and kind of like three four sentence descriptions yeah. of each character so it's gonna have like guy gardner jessica cruz nice. simon boz um alan alan scott what's what's alan that? scott is sentinel he also i think he becomes the specter not uh, but the green lantern named yeah. alan in justice society is alan scott mm-hmm. that's alan okay, scott yeah. okay, he goes yeah. by like in, interesting thing about him is that he is literally just the flame of the green lantern mm. power like he doesn't have like he takes a human form because he like okay he was a human interesting but he all in all is just pure like so his energy. power doesn't come from a ring because he himself. is yeah. yeah he is like oh uh, that's real interesting in yeah. that's weakness. not the, the approach they're gonna take to this story no i it'd be curious because jeff johns he kind of put all these things into place also weird thing jeff johns wrote he wrote star girl by himself or he, he may have co-wrote some of that. But the books I've been reading, they're, uh, each book is about 10 issues. And it says JSA by Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. But uh, about 50% of this series is actually written also by David Goyer. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Johns seems to like pulled like a McCartney and just been like, I'm just going to put JSA by Jeff Johns in this whole situation, which was interesting. kind of a power move. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so I was looking into that, and then there's another... Wait, are we going to get Kilowog? I believe he's going to be in there, it yeah. It may be, like, it's not going to be a main character. Okay. It's not going to be one of the characters that follow. And Sorry. it's real interesting, because um, all these different lanterns are from, like, kind of different eras of Green Lantern, like, comics and, yeah. like, history. So, I'm wondering if it's going to be somewhat of an anthology type story where he, cool. a couple episodes at a time is going to follow these different lanterns throughout like yeah. the lantern core. Um, and then uh, also look into a little bit of what's really going to happen with our boy dig uh, when he returns to the CW verse, the Arrowverse, um this year for his uh, appearances across uh, all those shows. Apparently on legends, he's going to be playing a character that's not John Diggle. But then really? in the other shows where he's cameoing and directing, he will be playing yeah. John Diggle. And so they really just like, if I'm just, they got to make him the Green Lantern. He, they he have found, to. He found the ring. Like if they don't do it, they're assholes and they're just stupid. Uh, so I think that they're going to do it, but it's still largely unconfirmed. It's just like really, really heavy speculation. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been do looking you, into. Do you wonder if, so like in Earth One, I guess, originally, 
his stepdad was like General Stewart or mm-hmm. whatever, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, that's the connection to right. you know the Stewart name." Right? Uh, do you think like he'll be like he'll come back as a John Stewart from another Earth, or I guess it, the Earths have combined, so there is no other. Yeah, Earths. no, it's just gonna be John Diggle, okay. Green Lantern. I think I don't think there's gonna be any different name or anything. But um, I was listening to Pagey our. Pagey. Yeah, I was listening to Pagey. Click and subscribe uh, to Pagey. Our Australian uh, Arrowverse uh, obsessor. And, yeah, he was saying that potentially he he plays a role of Jon Stewart in the Legends appearance that he's making as an actor because he's playing a different character. Um, but I don't think they're going to do any name change and stuff for, like, the main Arrowverse continuity. Yeah. Um, so it's it should just be John Diggle, yeah. Green Lantern. Uh, a good starting point for people that don't have much experience with Green Lantern are the DC animated movies that came out mm-hmm. a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they have kind of like an anthology, and you kind of get to know a lot of the Lanterns a little bit better in their mythology, too. So, Wait, which, uh, like, just straight up Green Lantern movies? Mm-hmm. I, I know they have, like, Justice League versus the Fatal Five is, like, a lot about, like, Jessica Cruz. Yeah. And, like, her origin story is, like, really fucking cool, but... Um, so they're just like Green Lantern movies. Yeah, this is like before like the main continuity of the DC animated movies that we've more recently been watching. The yeah. last like was that? Yeah, they did a Green Lantern core animated. Film. Yeah. Um, there's Green Lantern, Emerald Knights, and First Flight, and um, I think Emerald Knights is the more the core one, and then I don't really recall First Flight too much, but they're both really good starting points to kind of get used to the characters. Yeah, and don't watch Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie if you're trying to get. <laughs> You're trying to learn something about Green Lanterns because it's just a mess. Uh, also, I watched Tenet in 3D last night, and then <laughs> while researching it, um, following, uh, the secrecy on the movie was so tight that the rumors were that it was a Green Lantern core movie. Yeah, wow. That, that, and then they were like, these are the characters, and these are all going to play them. Wait, while they are doing Tenet? Yeah, so they thought uh, it was going to be like Jon Stewart and like... Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, they okay, thought, John like, David Washington yeah. and, and then Robert Pattinson as how? Mm-hmm. That's what I they, would love to see John David Washington as John Stewart, though. He could That'd do be it. Tight. Who else could do it though, as well? Idris. Wow. I would want yeah. to see Idris Elba uh, rather yeah. than him as Deadshot. Uh, would you want like an older like John Stewart? I mean, John Stewart, like his his age is kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Black don't crack, bro. Yeah, he's like he could be like forty, he could be like twenty five, he could be like eighty seven. Yeah, he's just a fucking stiff ass marine. Yeah, Jarhead. <laughs> Which is also my major beef with the Green Lantern Corps that they're space cops. <laughs> Fuck you, pigs. Yeah, I mean, like, and it's, uh, yo, it's just literally because it, none of them are like. I mean, they have like the the will or like the 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 light. They have like that that like air about them, but none of them had powers. It's the ring that gives them the yep, power. Sinestro was on it's like squad give, it's just too. Like giving a dude a gun, and then he just feels like he got all the power. For real. Were all space cops bad cops, though? Yeah, bro. Well, yeah. Even uh, <laughs> all lanterns are all bad. Answers, bro. Fuck all of them. A-Lab. A-Lab. <laughs> all lanterns are A-Lab. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, man. What, what rumors What rumors got you stirring right now, Mo? Um, I mean, like stirring like in a good way or a bad way or just I mean, anyway. Either, either way, man. Uh, I think my... I mean, the, about Green Lantern, I mean, the Wonder so. Woman green light, Wonder Woman 3 green light just right Yo, off the bat after that. Geez, it's just like, come on, guys. Can we like, you know, you pump know, it, the brakes a little it bit? It didn't even do well in China, which is like, really? yeah, China was like, it needs more action, which Yo. is crazy 
for China to say, like, so the Chinese movie market is on a totally different vibe than the U.S. movie market for people that are super aware of it. Um, but, yep, I don't, I don't, it seems it's, like, out of our hands at this point. Like, the first one seemed like a comic book movie, and then this this last one seemed like, like, an HBO-style, like, kind of movie more so. Mm-hmm. Even though it's the same, like, caliber and quality to a certain extent. Yeah. I just don't love like pushing like the romance and like love story. I'm like oh, back to back to back movies of the same guy. Like, oh, she's also like, oh, come on, man. How, she's one of the most badass people like, yes. ever. Yes. And you're gonna take her powers away for like oh, an like spoiler, I guess. But or also just like don't spoiler, don't watch it potentially if you're like if you don't really if you like bad movies, you'll probably like it. Yeah, but yo, she's she's so tight as a character, and they're agreed. It's just so weird how they handle things. But they also have to homage to other shit, too, though. Like, this wasn't the Wonder Woman movie for me, essentially. So that's it? That's what got you hot and bothered, bro? Yeah, (laughs) that's about it, man. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Until we hear more news about Young Justice Season 4. Yo, I haven't heard anything about it. No. Except that it's going to be on HBO Max. Yeah, and it's titled Young Justice Phantoms. Phantoms. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully that that, bring back Wally West. Thank you. Yeah. I want man. And you know they teased Jason Todd last season too. They did. It'd be real interesting if uh, Red Hood comes back. Red Hood came back. Yeah. Yeah. I would love if we get in the same year live action Red Hood and animated Red Hood. Right. And yo, Young Justice now that it's on premium is like a lot more violent. Yeah. um, So and like more adult themed as well. So it could be really good. All twenty six scripts are finished. Six and twenty-two episodes are fully recorded at this point. Nice. Damn. So it was animation at set. That's so. Probably. Do, they, do they have a target release date? I don't think they want to say such things at yeah. this point. Yeah. Can't that's rush fair. it. There's plenty of other stuff that's like gonna drop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I'm I'm really happy that they're just gonna start dropping the stuff on HBO Max. Cause I don't, yeah. I've wasted, I wasted a lot of money on you, DC, like, <laughs> 3D and 4D things. Yeah, and they've been like, around. yeah, just please just let me watch it at home. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. So should we get into this week's mission and talk about Arrow season two on let's the CW? It. Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get a, a quick synopsis of season two, uh, the official synopsis which is, you know, this series that follows billionaire playboy Oliver Queen. He claimed to have been shipwrecked for five years on an island in the South China Sea named Lian Yu. Purgatory. He comes, he comes back to his city uh, after those five years away, and he starts his mission as the Hood or the Vigilante. Yeah. Season starts, two, he decides he wants a name change. Yes, does so a press conference. Rebrand. <laughs> no, no, that's a season four where it's okay. like a legit press okay, conference. All right. But in, in season two, at the start of season two, he, he does the rebrand. He now wants to go by the arrow. Yeah. Um, but of course, we cannot fail to mention that Oliver uh, lost his best friend at the end of season one. Hey, real quick. This is the reason why he doesn't go by Green Arrow. Is it is that like a rights thing? Like they didn't have the rights to the like to Green Arrow. No, not at all. It's really just like a hero's journey. Okay. Like build build up to it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's just part of their rollout of Oliver Queen's story for yeah. for the CW. Also, you have to like take in consideration that like. Because it's like an origins, like season one is like a year one type of deal. These uh, DC shows didn't exist before this as well, and so yeah. the CW would rather have something like 
it makes sense for to have a sh- like show called Arrow on Wednesdays, 8 p.m., then Green Arrow on the CW. Totally. When there yeah. wasn't, like, it's not hyped for, like, yeah. comic book shows at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so he, his best friend has a building fall on him uh, because the big bad Malcolm Merlin successfully levels the glades. Yep. And uh, Tommy dies trying to save Laurel, who at that point had left him for Oliver. Yeah. Messy, messy, messy. So Oliver runs away back to Lian Yu. Yeah. He leaves the city at the end. Um, and so over, you know, that however many months, six months, seven months, uh, hiatus that the shows go on for like their summer breaks. It's like five months. Yeah. Uh, Oliver has been on the island that whole time, shirtless, swinging around. Uh, and... Um, Diggle and Felicity have to come pull him back to the city. They're like, yo, the city needs you. There's there's like still stuff going down. They, yeah. The city needs the hero that the vigilante that the hood was. Um, Which, by the way, is such a cop-out by Oliver Queen. Like, he's killing people season one for failing the city. And, you know, he fails his mission. What does he do? Yo, you just he give does, up, bro. Yeah, you just give up. Just go back to Lee and you. Yeah. I'm going back to the island. Fuck you, Ollie. I don't want to be a part of real world anymore. Yes, that's just a part of growing up, though, bro. That's like moving back to your parents' house <laughs> after being like, fuck you guys. I don't need you. I, I can do all this on my own. But you still go, like, go do your laundry there. Yes, exactly. And Felicity and Diggle, in a lot of ways, are like his parents at some times when they're like keeping yeah. him in track. And when he gets all like upset and brooding and wants to like be selfish with his stuff, they're always like, yo. Ollie, yo, yep. ring it back in. Yeah. Um, but anyways, at this point, uh, OG Team Arrow, OTA, the original Team Arrow is like now, like in its full strides, Oliver has made a promise to himself to stop killing people. You know, like, let's just drop less bodies this time around, this season, because I'm the Arrow now. The yeah. Arrow, the Arrow doesn't kill people. The Hood killed people. Yeah. Uh, you got was he wearing the same costume in season yeah, one? Yeah, it's the same costume for like the first three seasons. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty legit. Um, and then, you know, by like season three, uh, The Flash is like existing. And that show, they update, they're, they end up updating his suit every season. Yeah. So then from like that, that season three point, Oliver gets new suits. Oh, yeah, because Cisco is like, you know, suits. Yeah, shit. yeah, because now Cisco is like helping them all out with their design and stuff. Um, so then season two flashbacks for season two of the arrow is more island story. He's still yeah. on the island. Um, this time he's with Shadow Slade. He's with Slade, yeah. And then Shadow, Yape's daughter, comes into the picture, and it's yet again another love triangle. Oliver just always in these messy relationships. Yeah. Honestly, though, that I felt like that was just like Slade wanting. Like, like in being in the friend zone, zone. Sure. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there was no triangle. Like, Shadow wasn't giving him any love. But, you know, Shadow was really giving him, like, attention, a little bit of love. Like, when his face was, like, almost blowing up and yeah, she was, like, nursing yeah, yeah, him yeah, back yeah, to yeah. health. But, she like, that's like, what... She, like, cared about him, but she wasn't trying to fuck. And no. so, Slade oh, just read on, it the man. wrong way. Yeah. And the mirror crew really, like, got him extra worked up about the situation. Yeah, facts. Um, so... Sarah Lance comes back into the picture. She shows up on the island, and Oliver is like, "Yo, I thought you were dead." Yeah, this she's with. 
Ivo, right? Or no, Ivo, yeah. Okay, she's yeah. with Ivo. She gets found by Ivo yeah. on the prison ship. Yeah. This doctor is running a prison on a boat yeah. in the and, middle of the South China Sea. That makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, because he's like he's looking for the Mirakuru, and he's like trying to test test it on people and shit. And Ivo's from I remember Ivo from Justice League animated show. So he's like a is he a, he's an old comic book character. So well, right? Doctor Ivo. Um, so this was more like an Easter egg in the show because they call this guy Doctor Anthony Ivo, but he's not the Doctor Ivo that like you really know in comics because yeah. that Dr. Ivo is similar like to Anatoly. Uh, he's like a, the toy man or something. He's, he's a dude who makes all these like crazy. That's right. Like he has those like monkey, stuff. like robot monkeys. Yeah, right. And he created, he created Amazo. Um, and the ship is called, and the ship is called the okay. Amazo. So ah. it's really just those like, it's just like those little Easter eggs for, for the real. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. Comic cool. book character apparently is, Professor Ivo, mm-hmm. first mm. appearance in 1960. Nothing really that much exciting other okay. than that, though. Yeah, not okay. really. Yeah, yeah. New okay. 52 seems he got a little bit of a a Kinda revamp deep, burst, and that's about it. Uh, so Sarah is working with this dude, Doctor Ivo, who saved her, and she is helping administrate the prison boat. That's, yeah, that's what she's doing as a young college girl. She's a prison warden you gotta help it's like it's like a mission (laughs) you gotta show value you know instantly yeah um that's that's good advice yeah (laughs) Yeah, show your worth right away um then back back in the city um our our boy roy harper has really uh shown his worth to oliver to the arrow and so ollie uh really starts to decide to like Maybe take on a little bit of an apprentice, you know, mm-hmm. someone he can kind of train up. Uh, throughout season one, it kind of used him as like eyes on the street, but now yeah. he's like he's ready to like give Roy a, a bow and like teach him how, how to, to be it. more of a vigilante, you know, be that mentor, yeah. kind of like that Slade yeah. was to him, and be yeah. really hard on him. Because Roy has all the physical like attributes, like crazy yeah. parkour, you know. And and what really decide makes Oliver decide to take him on as the apprentice is that he got kidnapped. Yeah. And then he got shot up with the Mirakuru, and so he became like superpowered yeah. and didn't know what to do with himself. Hella aggro. Yeah, hella aggro. Yo, there's a lot of really messy stuff going on in season two. Uh, Thea, the whole the whole drama of Thea, we find out that Malcolm Merlin is still alive. Yeah, and, and her dad. He is Thea's real dad, and Robert Green was the only one getting a little something on the side. Yeah, and that everyone knew about it. Robert knew about it. Like Moira knew about it. You and know, it was like, just chill. It was just more of that mess, yo. The yeah. Queen Merlin love triangle yeah. mess. And that's when when like Oliver their father, they are their father's sons. Yeah, totally. And that's when like when Oliver found that out. He like supported his mom's claim like for mayor publicly, but was to her face was like behind the scenes we are nothing. Like Yo, we ain't you yes. ain't my mom, I ain't your son. That's right because Moira Queen gets off the hook. She's acquitted uh, because Merlin bought out the jury because uh, it's corrupt and Star City. Yeah, but through like the first six episodes, she's locked up. Thea is not fucking with her. Oliver's not fucking with her. They yeah. it's there. The family is in shambles. Oliver's really. Diving deep into the mission now that he's back, 
Thea is just basically an unaccompanied minor at that yeah. point because yeah. her mom's in prison. Walter's out of the picture. Walter bounced. He's like, yo, I'm not fucking with you, Moira. You got me kidnapped and shit. Yeah. Uh, and so really Thea's on her own. And then she's running Merlin's the club, isn't she? Back. Yeah, she is running the club. She's running Verdant. Yeah. Uh, she's the, you know, teenagers getting all these like big pop and rolls, you know, prison administrator for Sarah. Oh, this then, is a, these are teenagers. Well, so at at the time during flashbacks, like Sarah is helping run that prison boat. And she's like early, early twenties, like yeah. 1920. Um, and Thea is a teenager for sure. She like, maybe she like turned 18. It was like her 18th birthday in the first season. Yeah. She got all fucked up on drugs and shit. Um, Damn. but now she's, because they're rich people and they just own this <laughs> club and Oliver just bought it to be his base of operations. It's a front. Uh-huh. So his, his arrow cave is in the basement of the club. Got you. Uh, it was just like a revamped old um, Queen Industries warehouse. It's a but Thea is running the club yeah. now because she's yeah. not going to college. And What's the name of the club? Verdant. Verdant? Verdant? Yeah. What does that mean? It's kind of just like a nod to the green arrow. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Verde. So Thea's running the club. Oliver's shooting people with arrows. Their mom is now running for mayor after she admitted to yeah. being part of a plan to level half the city. Against Brother Blood. Against Brother Blood, Sebastian Blood, who, you know, is a man of the people. He's a real socialist for sure. He wants wow. to take down the rich. Facts. He uh, actually leads a nice <laughs> riot and protest against... Uh, Moira Queen's campaign. Was it? Window was it gets smashed a peaceful? By, no, definitely no peace. There was no peace and no yeah. justice. <laughs> Honestly, like Brother Blood, what? And we'll probably get into this later. Brother Blood would would not be a bad guy if it wasn't for Slade. That's true. You know, That's like true. he had some points. You know, he he he, he did want to change the city, and he just was soured by Slade's plans and yeah. like let. Let him be manipulated into doing some fucked up shit. Yeah, because in the end, he wanted what's best for the Glades and Star right. City. And, right, right. He know. was from the Glades. He was like, he's a Star City like um, native, and he like grew up less fortunate. And then he was yeah. sick of like the rich people in the city like Just running cool, everything. Yeah, like the Green family and the yeah, Merlins. like the Queens and the Merlins. Um, wow, he has some um, Christian origins. Surely, because there's 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 a few characters and like so there's like Jason Blood and I for a long time I thought that they were trying to do a spin on him, um, but what what do you have for us? He so his first iteration Sebastian Blood the seventh eighth. Oh, the eighth. Oh, the eighth is oh, a power hungry wow. priest and the head of the Church of Blood as well as the eighth person in the DC universe to assume the mantle. Oh, so there's been a bunch of them. Okay, uh, and they have Christ's prayer shawl. Gaining superhuman abilities. That's where that's where the powers come from. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So in the show, he doesn't have he doesn't have any powers, um, but he does wear like this crazy mask, and they like kidnap people. And he's the one who kidnapped Roy and yeah. injected him with the Mirakuru. And Blood wanted to use like the Mirakuru soldiers to like bring chaos to the city and like kind of like you know level it some more bring it down so that they could rebuild order and like disenfranchise like the the rich of the city but that plan ended up failing because it was really Slade's plan the whole time and Slade yo really with the intricate 
evil plan in this very calculated, um, which is kind of one of the best parts of the season is like that he is just steps ahead of Oliver oh, the yeah. whole time, the whole time, always getting yeah. outsmarted. Yeah, that that one scene where uh, Oliver gets to goes to his mom's house. And then his mom's like, "Hey, Oliver, I want to meet. You. I want to introduce you to someone. He's a new donor." And you, and you, he turns around and it's Slade with the eye patch. Yeah, just like nice to meet you. And then yeah, so you get the origins of the eye patch. It's like yeah. an eye patch in this season of Arrow. One of the more iconic eye patches in comic book history. Yo, yeah. straight up. I would. I mean, I. I mean, Nick Fury is definitely the number one OG eye I patch think so. guy. But yeah. Slade Wilson is the coolest character with an eye patch i believe yeah yes. yo for sure just uh, like a one-eyed ninja yo also just having half his mask just be yeah yeah, yeah that's just that. so tight yeah. i think yeah hell yeah yeah i always hate like slate iterations where there's two eye holes mm-hmm. you know yeah. like yeah you, you gotta give just, him the right he looks one. like some weird ninja knight when he has two eye holes yeah right exactly. much like, more intimidating with like half his face gone. yeah uh yeah, man, Ollie ahead of it the whole time, uh, or not ahead of it. Ollie's way behind Slade's plan the whole time. Slade yeah. has just been calculating this revenge yeah. for like yeah. four years and since th- since Oliver stabbed him in the eye on the Amazo yeah. ship and left him for dead. Oh dang, yeah, that's crazy. Which is also the event that leads Sarah into the League of Assassins, which is a huge plot point um, in season two and bleeds. Over into, gosh, the next two or three seasons oh, of yeah. the story. Totally. Really. Um, and kind of, this is another way that the Arrow TV show really brought in, like, some strong elements of Batman lore and, like, story to, totally. to like, kind of boost up, you know, pad the stats. Because there is no comic book history between the Green Lantern, like, training with the League, is there? No, no. Green Arrow does have, doesn't have any involvement with League of Assassins. Yeah. Um. He well, I he maybe he like has like a relationship with like someone in the League of Assassins this, like briefly. League of Assassins has always just been such a and they're Batman, Batman more, situation. Yeah, they're kind of omnipresent in DC universe, so they're able to bleed into other stuff. But it's really like a, a Batman yeah. adversary. Ra's al Ghul is yes. an OG Batman. He's yeah. his father, adversary. father, baby mama, father. Yeah, mama. yeah, Talia, Talia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Damien well, and yeah and. Uh, Ra's al Ghul wanted Bruce Wayne, Batman, to be his successor as as the head of the league. Like he was trying mm-hmm. to groom him to to become yeah. uh, the demon's head. Yeah. So. Hey, we got to figure this out. Is it Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul? Because I've heard both. I think it. I don't know, man. It's, it's hard. It's Arabic. We got to yeah. ask safe for yeah. for the proper. We'll get back. We'll get back what to you. Batman animated <laughs> series. How did they say? It? In set where Nolan's movies, I'm sure they try to have a more like realistic depiction of the name. So right. I think yeah. it, it sounds a little different than it does other places. But also, but in the show, in in Arrow, they say it both ways. Yeah, they do both. Yeah, depending on who's saying it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it's. Can you look up pronunciation? Yeah. So like Raz or Raish, as as he is in the show, says it as Raish. I am Raish Al Ghul. Yeah. Okay. So it's definitely it's just like the like the life of every ethnic person in America. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's pronouncing your shit. We're guilty of ourselves. Yeah. My name is Ramon. <laughs> Ramon Ghoul. <laughs> so Sarah, in that in that in that battle where Oliver kills 
kills Slade. Yeah. Uh, Sarah gets sucked out of a hole on the side of a ship again. And again. Out to sea again, twice in a row. Uh, and this time she's recovered um, by some members of the league who yeah. were nearby. They save her. Did, did she get like washed up on Nanda Parbat? Uh, I, they don't really go into the detail yeah. of that. They just, they just basically are like, yo. Nissa was part of the group that found her, right? Because Nissa and Sarah are, are, are lovers. Yeah, they're lovers. Yeah. They're like, they're making now. Oliver's just standing there like, wait, I thought you were my girl. Yeah. <laughs> Man, another love triangle. And in the future, you know, Nissa and Oliver will have their own. Yeah. Their own relationship drama. And a, a separate love triangle. Yes. Again, another one. I mean, it's it's just Ollie. He's always got to have two women on deck. Um, so, so selfish. There's an Arabic and Hebrew pronunciation. Those are the two variations. Okay. And they're both the same name. So it's just, there's no official. I okay. think. It's depending on who, like, from Who's where. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there you have it. All right. Either or. Al, Al Ghul is... Universal though. All right. Okay. Cool. And it's just the the Raz or Raish. Yeah. Interesting. The Raish is the Hebrew, and the Raz is the Arabic. Okay. Pronunciation. I see. And so the League of Assassins is showing up all through the city, causing trouble, dropping bodies. So Oliver gets all tangled in their mess and discovers that Sarah, aka black canary because of course yeah. let's make this made-up character the black canary instead of the actual uh, the actual character land. in the oh, show come on man um, but just again another part of their oh let's build up to it and tell the story Yo, over yeah. eight seasons that's like when you have like a guest manager at your job and they're like well let's just Let's make this this way today. Yeah, like yo. this would make sense for I us like to do it. Yeah, and you're like, no, you shouldn't yeah, have yeah. been like <laughs> that. Shouldn't have been your choice to make. Essentially, yeah, right, yeah. right. It's like that's not how we do the side work here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so messy, so messy. And so you got League of Assassins. You got Slade. You got Sarah Lance. You got Nissa Al Ghul. You got Malcolm Merlin back in the mix. He finds. Thea finds out that that's her real dad. Yeah. It causes all kinds of issues there. You know, then like Oliver and Felicity, Felicity is really starting to bubble up some more. They're building more tension there. Yeah. Diggle gets his wife back. That's right. And these, he has to go on a mission to save her. And she's like in Russian jail, right? Yeah, she's in a Russian jail. He gets there. Yo, yeah. Russian finds jail. out that Floyd Lawton is there. And then they have to team up. They got to team up to save yeah. his and, wife. And he hates Floyd Lawton because to, he thinks that Floyd Lawton accidentally killed his brother because his brother was like a private security for this like important person. And Diggle just assumed that he, his brother was accidentally killed by Deadshot, a.k.a. Floyd Lawton. So they already hate each other. Right. I just Googled Russian jail. How bad? The gulag. And they're, the shit, first bro. thing that pops up says dead within three hours of arrival at Russian prison. Jesus. And then there's a Wikipedia on Black Dolphin Prison, which 700 of Russia's most serious criminals. Wow. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. crazy. That yeah. Yeah. Black Dolphin. Yeah. It's like this like fridge. It was like they call it, it was like a freezer or something. Everyone yeah. was like kept at really cold temperatures inside the prison. I don't I don't remember. Did they make the cause the so their plan to break her out is for Daigle to get arrested for selling hella drugs. 
and then go to the gulag. Yeah, right. And so like, did they depict them as being hella racist? I can't oh, remember. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, obviously they they were playing like race cards. They're like, yeah, let's make Diggle a drug dealer in Russia to get arrested and go to this serious prison yeah. where Lila is also being held. So he saves Lila, and then that starts this kind of that kind of kickstarts the Suicide Squad uh, story in Arrow season two. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I mean, I got to admit. I liked how they did it. Task Force X. Yeah. Amanda Waller is now in yeah. the game. Argus yeah. is in the game. Yeah. They they even had, like, they even teased, like, a Harley Quinn in that show. And they're like. They do. Yeah, then Waller's just like, shut up. <laughs> they do. They do. They have a Harley Quinn tease. Yeah. Big yeah. Easter egg. Yeah, they don't show her face or anything. It's just, like, her voice. No, and, and yeah. basically, like, the person who's supposed to be, like, Harley Quinn. In, in that. In the team iteration is that stupid. La Cupid's arrow. Oh yeah, vigilante of the week. That is, girl is who, she really? Uh, is she a comic book character? They created because I, I can't even remember her her name in, yeah. in the show. I don't even remember what they were calling her. She's not a great like character. No, it's hella lame. Super derivative. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oliver saves her, and so then she becomes inspired and love is set obsessed about the hood and the yeah. vigilante. Oh, those she ones are shooting arrows and shit, but they're shaped like hearts. Yep, those characters are always so cringe. And she just starts killing hella people, and she like falls in love hella easy, and then she ends up falling in love with Floyd as they're working on the mission. That's right. And then Lott- because like he like saves her or something, right? Because he also <laughs> saves her because she's being a she's got a complex. Yeah, she's got daddy issues for sure. Uh, and Cupid, and Cupid. the character. Yeah. That's yeah, it. So stupid. <laughs> Amy Gumanik. Yeah. Lame. That's the actress, or like her. I think that's her Kurt. character's okay. name. Okay. So, anyways, that's a whole mess. Lawton ends up sacrificing himself, and he on their mission to take out a warlord. You they fucking airstrike a party. And Lawton stays behind and makes sure that the bad guy gets blown up. And he also gets blown up. And it's like part of his like atonement for like being a piece of shit and like being a terrible dad. And yeah. they go into all his like history of him like being an assassin and like a shitty dad and like an yeah. alcoholic and shit. But, you know, just like in every superhero movie or show, if you don't see the body, he's not dead. Yo, even you if you the see body, the body. You never, you know, there's a Lazarus, there's a Lazarus pit somewhere. Yo, because that's what happened in, um, Slade's situation. You see him get stabbed in the eye and like, water. (laughs) And then what do you know? Four years later, he's shaking your hand in your mom's living room. And you try to stab him with a very nice suit. (laughs) Medical advances are crazy. Yo, but he had the Mirakuru in his system at that point. So he was invincible. Yeah. Damn, and then, you know, the the story is working towards its climax, and Slade, who back on the island was not there to protect Shadow, when Oliver was forced to make a decision to save either Sarah or Shadow by Ivo, uh, and Ivo shoots Shadow because Oliver wants to protect Sarah yeah. naturally because. It's the girl that he already was responsible for her being dead. He can't let her die twice. Yeah. So he chooses to save Sarah, even though it's a fucked up situation. And so Slade finds out about that. And in part of his revenge plan, he kidnaps Moira 
Anthea yep. and makes Oliver make another choice of who he's going to save, his mom or his sister. Which he doesn't do either. He just says, you he's know. Just like, he's just yeah. crying, and, sibling. And, and Mora steps up and yep. she says, take me. I'll die. I've already done enough. I need to protect my children. I'm the mother. Yeah, that's that's the move. That's the move. That's the yeah. move. That's the move. You don't have your son. You don't go well. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is it? What's it gonna be? Yeah. Who annoyed yeah. you your entire childhood, and who also like wiped your butt when you couldn't do it? And then Slade stabs Moira right in the chest. Yeah. Right through the heart. Good riddance. Oliver has now seen another person in his life dead because of the choices that he makes. And now it's really time to get into the end of the season. He's got to decide, is he going to kill Slade? Because that's the only way to do it, even though he's vowed to not kill. Even though earlier in the season, he does end up killing Count Vertigo. Yeah. Shoots like four arrows into his chest. Yeah. Drops him. But he didn't kill anyone else besides that. No. Oh. You know, he uses his uh, love triangle to trick Slade. Yes, into kidnapping course. Felicity to stab it, stab him with the Mirakuro uh, antidote. Yeah, take away his special powers. You know, you gotta love the romantic triangles, really. No. The save of the day this time. Yeah, you know, because because Slade's whole thing was I'm gonna like death is too easy of an escape for Oliver Queen. I'm going to make you suffer, and he thinks that Laurel is the love of his life, so mm-hmm. he kidnaps Laurel, and Oliver takes. Felicity to his mom's old house, knowing that Slade had bugged the house prior and was like, hey, you know, everyone, he thinks I love Laurel, but like, you're the love of my life and like slides her like the an- antidote dart. Dang. You know, Slade's, at, Slade's in his office watching that video like, oh, yup. I got yep, you. Yup, I got you now, you queen. <laughs> queen. <laughs> I'll take everyone you love, queen. Australian Deathstroke is pretty tight, though. I got to admit. Australian almost everything is pretty tight, (laughs) in my opinion. Okay. And so it comes down to that final battle, and Oliver defeats Slade without killing him. And then what does he do? Takes him back to Lian Yu, puts him in an Argus Black site. Which, by the way, how did Argus already have that there, or did they build that at Oliver's request? Yeah, Argus was probably had that there while Oliver was trapped on the island. That's how Waller said, knew no. he was there, right? I mean, yeah. so like Waller's been mad shady this whole time. Yeah, and yeah, like there's the the trailer, the little teaser for the next season at the end is Oliver waking up in Hong Kong. Yes. Wow. After defeating yeah. Slade in on the ship in the flashback. It's like the hangover Oliver part two. Gets yeah. off the <laughs> island. Yes. For and, the first time. And that's the end yeah. of season two of Arrow. Which, like I said before, is like top two seasons of the eight for me. It has a so the critical acclaim on this season is really high. Like really? yeah, it it's it did really well. It has a ninety five percent off of like twelve reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, for a CW show, especially their second season, that's insane as yeah. well. Um, and it also was nominated for fifteen different awards. Yeah, fifteen and Emmys. Emmys? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, wait a goddamn it, minute. It was nominated for things like the Young Hollywood Awards. Okay. <laughs> Shit, uh, like Choice Ca- Awards, Canada Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Shoutouts to IGN. IGN gave it Best TV Action Series and okay. Best TV Hero. People's Choice for Best TV Hero. Shout out to him. And it averaged 3.28 mil viewership, which is, that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah really high ratings, really high. Dope. A lot, a lot of viewership. I think at that point, you know, like people who watched the first season, trying to spread the word. Um, you know, Stephen Amell is now a rising hunk of a star. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah. is this, did Casey Jones post or pre-season two? He Ninja Turtles. Oh, no, no. That didn't come until like uh, season, after season four. I think. Oh, interesting. So his rise was still... Kind of yeah, popping or off. maybe it might have even been between seasons like five and six, and because you know all uh, Stephen Amell at that point was like kind of ready to tap out, and I yeah. think it's I think part of the reason was because you know he had his eyes on like bigger stardom or blockbuster action roles. Mm, yeah. I think. Yo, because he's only been in like eight movies. Yo, and all pretty small roles. From 07 to 2019. And that kind of sucks for an yeah, actor. Yeah, and one of those is probably Code 8, which yep. is a movie that him and Robbie Amell, Ronnie Raymond, a.k.a. Firestorm, um, who, that's his brother. who is his cousin. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a movie that they made together that they like wrote and produced. Oh, Shyamalan Twist. His first role was in 2004 as a spinning instructor for Queer as Folk. Okay. Oh. Then Degrassi. Wow. Played a doorman in Degrassi, the next generation. Yeah. <laughs> Degrassi, where all Canadian stars start, bro. Yeah. Is he, it's, like, it's like the Mickey Mouse Club of Canada. Straight up. Is he Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. <laughs> he's from Toronto. Yeah, he's from Toronto, eh? From the round. Sorry. The Sorry, six. Steven. I didn't, I didn't know. He's another You're six from guy, baby. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about notable <laughs> character appearances in season two because there are a lot of them yeah we got you know, jam-packed we got, um we deathstroke yeah we got um we got amanda waller we got anatelli yeah um, you yes. know who, who's very very similar to like the ibo thing where it's just like he's anatoly is the kg beast in the comics and he's not right. he's just you know he's no, just, kg beast was a huge kind of ebbs and flows as a character in dc and in the 90s he had like kind of a pop off again too i remember okay. Batman. yeah yeah um i don't know my favorite notable we we get to see roy harper with the you know the domino mask we see, we get barry allen we get black canary um my favorite um guess i i would have to be amanda waller you know we talk about how from you know comic books to animated show to like the arrow universe specifically how like people change and like their stories change i really appreciate about amanda waller that no matter what medium it is she is a cold stone bitch absolutely you know she's one she's one who's untouched i think across mediums yeah exactly like she's gonna put together task force ask x put little bombs in their heads you know she's gonna she's gonna threaten to she's gonna level star city you know if they can't Contain Yo, the mirror yeah, crew. She was gonna blow up the entire city, bro. She was gonna wipe it with a drone strike. For what reason? Because he- there was the Mirakuru soldiers that um Brother Blood and Deathstroke built out. They just like juiced up like hundreds of, of 
people in the Damn, city. She wanted to wipe out just, the whole thing. And they were sieging it. It was yeah, a siege. Exactly. It was, legit, it was a legitimate siege. Yeah, so like Team Arrow and I think even the League of Assassins, like they They help out. Nissa yeah, gets them to help out. Exactly. Yeah. In in exchange for Sarah going back, right? right. So right. they like somehow have like hundreds of antidote darts Damn. and they just go around fucking shooting shooting cats. Wow. And yeah. then yeah, and then uh, she calls off the drone strike, but she was ready to level the the whole fucking city. The drone was on the way. Really? Was route. Yeah, Felicity had to like hack it. I think. Wait, did they yeah. evacuate? It, it, no, they weren't even gonna evacuate the city. They're no. just gonna just nuke it. Collateral damage. Yeah, Waller. Yeah. Wow, cold, bro. Cold blooded. Hella cold. Yeah, Icy. You got the Huntress comes yes. back. Yeah, obviously, you know, you got Black Canary, you got Arsenal, uh, Barry Allen, the Barry Allen cameo, which. Launches the first spinoff for the Arrowverse. Really dope. Yeah, super awesome. Show up on the show. Yeah, apparently, they were gonna have episode twelve be a, a Loki spinoff for the Flash, mm-hmm. but the reception was so good in episodes like eight and nine mm-hmm. that they just turned that episode fully into the pilot for the series. Dope. Nice. Nice. Back to, back nice. To pilot. And then waited. Yeah, waited to air it. Um, which, you know, honestly, the announcement of the Flash TV show is what got me interested in the Arrowverse. Okay. So I wasn't watching. I didn't watch Arrow season one when it aired. Yeah. And I caught uh, just by chance an episode of season two when Oliver and uh, Sebastian Blood meet for that dinner. And he's like, yo, I know you're the Green Arrow and all that. Uh, okay. I randomly just watched that episode i like caught a glimpse of that scene i was like oh this is interesting i'm just gonna watch this for like a little bit yeah um and it wasn't until the flash tv show started airing that i started watching and i watched all the way up to the crossover episode where oliver shows up in the flash and it was the second half of that crossover so i was like oh that's really interesting yeah so then at that point i retroactively went back and watched seasons one and two of arrow on netflix so that I was completely caught up. And then I watched back on demand episodes of season three on the CW to be fully caught up <laughs> by the time that the show was done with its winter hiatus and yeah. starting back to airing episodes. Sometimes it feels like a heist movie to catch up to like a show. Yeah. You got to like <laughs> catch it. You're like, oh, I have four more hours. You got to like, yes, yeah, you guys like, yo, it's crazy. But also just a side note. I don't. I just want people to really know how much Daily has actually watched all of this. Yeah, I really it's, am in on this. Shit. He, he has not only watched it like back and forth, like he's left and right as well too, and then like a full circle around like all of this. Essentially, <laughs> yo, man, my life was crazy, and I was like keeping up with like all five shows that were airing on TV. So it was, like it was Arrow, Flash, Legends, and um, uh, Supergirl, Batwoman. and Supergirl. Um, and then, yeah, when Batwoman came into play, yeah. then I was watching Batwoman too, and keeping then up with all of it. Also the DC universe stuff as well. Right. And then watching Titans. Yes. Um, but then like we, we went back and watched Doom Patrol. We, we skipped out on all Doom Patrol, but I watched Swamp Thing as it was airing or as, as they were dropping it, which maybe that show gets a revamp. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I think it, my hunch is that, yeah, it's probably going to happen. They're doing big things with the character right now as well, too. So I think there's renewed interest in it. Mm-hmm. So then we got Suicide Squad showing up. We had 
that team was Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, Bronze Tiger, yeah. the annoying redhead lady Cupid, and then Diggle, and then yeah. kind of Lila, a little bit. She was just kind of their handler a little bit. Yeah, because um, she's like the bridge, right, between like Diggle and like right. Argus and the government, right? You know, because right. without her, Diggle is just some guy that works private security, right? On, on at paper, point, at this point, yeah. yeah. Former Marine. Yeah, yeah. Then he just gets mercenary gigs with Argus at that point after they yeah. get back together. Yeah. Uh, that dude who played Bronze Tiger also played another. Yeah, Michael J. White, bro. That's 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 probably. I like him. We man. we we usually talk about this, but like I think that's one of my favorite like celebrity guest star like kind of cameo appearances in this season was him because he was like one of the like big notable actors to show up. I he. Because there aren't really many, no. like, you know, notable characters show up. But that dude, he played Jax. Didn't he? Yeah. Play, he played mm-hmm. he played Jax in like a, a YouTube movie in Mortal Kombat Legacy. In Mortal Kombat, and then he does like. The Is it a good movie? Uh, yo, it's it was pretty interesting because it was, it was I, like kind of like fan. It wasn't fan made. It was made by it, this blog. It's a higher it's like ten minute it's, episodes. It fucks with your head because the quality. So it's like Cobra Cry because Cobra Cry Cobra. Yes, it's, it's, yes, it's, 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 it's okay. a, that's that kind of weird middle ground of quality, but it's okay. not on TV, but it's like on the internet. But uh, he was Spawn. Yeah, he played Spawn. Yeah, that's right. in the live action. Yeah, seven. You ever seen that movie? No. Yo, you oh, should watch that. Yo. You should watch that. I was never really into Spawn because, you know, I was... I was it's like, kind of scary at the time. I was, you know, when I was a kid, was, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm glad you mentioned Yo. it. You know, I was a little scared yeah. when it first came out when I was a kid. So it's hella dark. It's hella dark. Yeah. It wasn't really my cup of tea. John Leguizamo, amazing job in that. That he really gave Yo, his all for that film. For real. Who, who does for he real. play? The clown, aka okay. the violator. Yeah, which bad is guy. like his. Yeah, his, like his nemesis. nemesis. Okay. Fucks with his life. Uh. Damn. Okay. Is there any other notable character appearances? Really, I'm trying to. I, I I listed out all those. That's what I have in my list. I mean, the League of Assassins. As you yeah, know, it's like, it's a like good, an entity. Yeah, right. that was cool to see. And then so that's the, it. The well, dude. So Cisco's been around the in, since before the Flash. Then. Um. No, Cisco doesn't come into play until season three of arrow that's when he starts bleeding over into the other stuff they list him as a guest in season two of of, is of that arrow? Correct? oh because i think it's because felicity does go out to visit barry when he's in a coma um and he like meets she meets caitlin and Cisco. oh yeah and that's just like a quick glimpse of a scene it's it, it's an arrow episode yeah. it's part of an arrow episode where she yeah. goes to visit and oh, i think yeah right. yeah i think it just right. paints the landscape of like yeah this yeah, is yeah what it just built star out city more that this cast. is what star labs wow, is good catch yeah um but barry is the one who gives oliver his first mask yeah because the whole time he'd been using like eye black he's just <laughs> been greasing his face up <laughs> when he was going out as a hood he wasn't even using a real mask that's how reckless this dude was you're a billionaire dog people like, know who the fuck you are and he wasn't yeah, wearing a mask. he really sounds like some like shia labeouf like type of like <laughs> yo wow he, he really sounds like he was like he shouldn't have been out in these streets doing what he was doing. Right, for but the most yo, part. in in season two, as part of Slade ruining Oliver Queen, he pretty much he robs him of the wealth, pretty much because yeah, shatters he, him. He has Isabel do the hostile takeover of Queen Industries, yeah. and that's like one of his little pawns. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, he ends up getting the company back for, for season three, and he becomes yeah. CEO in season three, but it was part of, like, it's kind of like the allusion into him uh, losing his fortune. Because in the comics, he always, at some point, ends up losing Or, like, giving it away, has. right? Yeah, he's either giving it away or it gets taken from yeah. him. Hella leftists. Yeah. They had uh, <laughs> 50 different mask options for the producers to look at. From wow. when they were gonna, because it's a kind of a big deal to yeah. get once he gets yeah. his mask. They yeah. made a good choice. I've been looking at masks for like cosplay reasons. And wow, yeah, there's a lot of you know you gotta like really analyze like what you're looking for in your mask. You gotta know right? not all sunglasses like not all sunglasses you want to look good on you look good. Exactly. Yeah. True. You know. True. True. So, what do we got for our highlights in Arrow season two? What is your favorite episode, Mel? I'm you know. I'm glad you asked me first. I'm just gonna have to go with the scientist, you know. Okay. Yes. In, we get introduced to Barry Allen, you know, and he's just like, and honestly, I like Grant Gustin a lot more than I like Ezra Miller. Oh, as, absolutely. As man. the Flash. Um, absolutely. It's interesting because with DC, like the different, they do such a good job about having the different types. Like in Marvel, like all the actors have to be like Peter Parker. But in yeah. DC, like the different versions, they change the characters so much. So like Ezra Miller's like Flash can be so reminiscent of like a different version of like, mm-hmm. and then like the more, it's really interesting to see like what fits the best for like for you personally. Yeah. So, like with the Jared Leto Joker, which was like a lot of people hated on him super crazy, but he actually was very like comic appropriate for that time period of like the Joker. It was a very like, contemporary like version of him. Yeah. Interesting. Damn, yo, Barry is in two episodes back to back. Yeah, yeah. So in the scientist, I think that's the one uh, where Oliver also shoots Roy in the leg. Mm -hmm. So it's like the beginning of just Oliver randomly shooting his friends. (laughs) uh, Part of their training. Yeah, it's part of their training, like initiations, their hazing. (laughs) Uh, And I think that's that's the episode two where um, Moira sets uh, sets the League of Assassins on. Merlin to get him out of her hair. Yeah, because he's he he wants to tell Thea that he's her dad. Right. And Moira's like, nah, nah. I'm gonna tell Raz Al Ghul that you leveled that the blades that, and that you're alive. Yeah, and the end you're alive, you. and he gonna get gonna get, get the you. fuck out of here. He gonna get you. Damn. Ah, I'm what about really, you? Ah, it's the scientists had the highest ratings of the of that season mm-hmm. yeah 3.24 million yeah Yo, i mean barry allen like yeah, that's huge at that point that's the biggest name they ever brought yeah. into the arrowverse it's an original league member yeah you know? truth that, yeah. i mean that's that's such a big. huge deal for yeah. sure yeah man i think i'm gonna have to go with the suicide squad being my favorite episode though just because it was like a really cool i think they did a really good job of building like a suicide squad team with a lot of those notable yeah. members in it um for the small screen for tv um and it was like one of the first non oliver centric episodes it yeah was, it was all about like diggle that was a diggle story 100%. you didn't get a lot of like solely dedicated diggle stories uh-huh. and character development for him outside of like him like keeping oliver like within reason so I think I'm gonna go with that and yeah. let's develop our black characters out here. 100. percent And I like that one too because at the end, he when he's talking with Lion, and Lion's like, "I didn't accidentally, I didn't accidentally shoot your brother. Your brother like, was the target." And he's like, "What? Who hired you?" And he sets the stage for Hive. Yeah, which yeah. is uh, season three's villain. Season four. Season four. Okay. Season four. Yeah. 
So, but introduces the concept and then, uh, Diggle does, you know, searches Hive on his Bing search. They oh. love, they love Bing in, in the Arrowverse. They, they definitely, oh, they definitely had one of those contracts. Yeah, that 100%. stuff is so cringy, bro. Bing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? She's, <laughs> yeah. a, she's a hacker that went to MIT. She's not using Bing. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, she would be using a VPN, like Yo, encrypted browser. Straight not up. Bing. That's my. That's that shit's so funny. Jeez. Yo, is, can, can you even still Bing things? Yo, I'm pretty sure Bing is still a search engine. Yo, it's it's blank. No, no, no. It's just got it's kind of. Oh, just you took ask a Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Yo, yo, shout outs, shout outs to Oakland. Wow. Ask Jeeves headquarters downtown. Microsoft Bing. <laughs> and okay, outside the big bad, Mo, who's your favorite villain in season two? Man, I you know, I had a couple of things that I wrote down, and you know. One could be Morgra, you know, for being, you know, like an evil lady and also like paying off Oliver's baby mama to, to tell him that the baby's super dead. Sus, and, super you know, sus. so that's really sus. Um, Amanda Waller, you know, yeah, it's, it's she, a great she, villain. Essentially, yeah, it's a villain. Like, yeah, it's like to me, she'll always be a villain. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Brother Blood was great. But I like I liked Isabel. Roshev, yeah. I like Isabel Roshev, you know, because she kind of she kind of is like uh, what's Ravager, yeah. So it's it they, Slade's they, daughter, right? Yeah, they bring. Remember, she she ends up wearing the mask and stuff. Yeah, and, and then you got Titan season. Yeah, Ooh, excuse me, Titan season two, where they bring in Rose, who's like yeah. the real Ravager. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was our first. That was the first look at a live action yeah. Ravager. Was yeah. it first live action Suicide Squad? No, this was part of. Deathstroke's plan. Um, so there's a character in like Green Arrow and stuff like called Isabel Roshev, who is this Russian woman that Oliver's father had an affair with. When she was like in- interning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who ends up taking over the company. Yeah. So I like her because when she first, when we were first introduced her, I'm like, oh, she's definitely a bad character. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a moment where I'm like, maybe she isn't, you yeah. know? All of her bangs are too, yeah, exactly. man. Oh. Yeah, and then like, like son, and makes, oh, yeah, wait. Bastard. Yeah. And so like what Eskimo? she does. Eskimo? Yeah. Eskimo. Yeah. Eskimo father's father. son? Yeah. yeah. Dead father, Yo, Oliver, you need to get off these streets and into that. He needs help, Jesus, bro. bro. He needs, 100%. he needs some foundation. Yeah. <laughs> but she, he needs to go to the ashram, bro, and become a celibate monk. He needs to follow Kloss in the, the 60s, bro, and find yeah. out love. Yeah, so she, like, tricks him into trusting her to sign the company off or give her, like, temporary CEO, like, mm-hmm. shit. And then she, like, goes to the board and makes her permanent. And, like, takes – and you know what? Brit brings down the queen oligarchy to its knees. Takes takes queen corp, takes verdant, you know, any stream of revenue the queens are getting – she sees that you know, and it's always good to see a brilliant family <laughs> from there. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, it's the, the cycle of life, you know. Yeah, man, I think, I think I'm gonna keep up with black characters. Bronze Tiger might be my favorite, like, villain of the week in season yes. two, even though he's just kind of like a hired gun essentially for the other. Uh, oh, who we for, forgot to mention, China White. Yeah. Uh, oh, Chen Na Wei. Chen Na Wei. Kelly, Kelly Who. Is that player. the actress? Yeah, Miss Teen USA 1985. Oh, really? shit. What state? California? Probably. One would assume. Yeah. No, Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah, from Hawaii, bro. Okay. Island. 
Damn, no but yeah, way. the one Bronze Tiger, uh, Man of Recaps, calls him Black Wolverine, which is essentially what he is. Yeah. Um, but I like him because, one, because, you know, he, he's a bad guy in the front end of the season, but then in the Suicide Squad episode, it kind of, like, begins his redemption yeah. arc, and then he yes. becomes... Like a good dude, and towards like, the end, yeah, yeah, and then later, later in the show, you know, like, um, him and Diggle become like pretty tight, and like him and Oliver become tight, yeah, um, him and Oliver become tight in jail, right? Yeah, 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 as yeah. people do, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, gotta, no, you gotta build those prison relationships. No, yeah, his box. like his overall arc as a character is like from season two to season eight is yeah. really great. Yeah, is yeah. it is it his 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 son Connor? Yes. That gets adopted. Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. There will be some adoptions going on later, yeah. later in wow. this story. Um, so, yeah, I go on Bronze Tiger, my favorite That's a good villain one. of the week in That's season a good one. two. Um, and then, of course, our lowlights for season two. What disappointed us? I will say Less Snap Next was pretty disappointing. The, the what? The, the Less Snap Next. Oh, yeah. Didn't really snap henchmen's necks in season two. And that was one of the big drawings for me in season one when I was going back to watch. And I was like, yo, this dude is ruthless. Yes. Uh, so low light for me, yo, less, less Snap Next. You want also, more death. low light. I really was not a big fan of All City. And I always felt that it was just kind of this weird forced thing um so i think the more and more emphasis on allicity was annoying for me in season two uh so i i call that as a low light as well yeah i would say my biggest low light for season two was laurel lance oh yeah Jeez. there's a major decline in yeah wow she's just one to two. like she becomes an like an alcoholic and you know Yo, ma- maybe no. maybe they were doing like the the roy harper yeah, junkie like an addict as laurel you yeah, know like yo, laurel does just turn into a drunk and like pill popping yeah and then like she finds out laurel is alive or sarah's alive and she's like pissed Not about it. it yeah like i don't know it's just she's just like a whack it character wasn't her talking about it was the drugs. It was the drugs. exactly she's like sick. you know so it, was, it was a missed opportunity yeah but also they play it off because you know her dad uh was like a drunk and a lush and shit. Like yeah, during that's the years how, yeah. that Sarah mm. that Sarah was dead, he just became like a piece of shit drunk yeah. cop. Yeah, he would like Fuck be you drinking pigs. on his shifts and shit. And wow. Like she Laura would have to go like fish him out of the bar at like sunrise because he would fall asleep. Hey, yeah. If any of you police officers are out there drinking on the job right now, listen to this. Fuck cut you it pigs. out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Quit your job. Quit your job. <laughs> Quit your yeah. Job. Oh, and also n- Laura went from season one like helping. Poor, like giving legal Yo, help to poor people she, yeah, to becoming was, assistant DA. Right, she was wow. a, she oh, went God. from legal clinic to prosecutor, which is also a real a cab move. Damn, yeah. So <laughs> drunk that, ass. Yeah, and it sucks because Laura Lance is like the original she was black hella abusing Mary, her power you know? too. Yeah, she was hella abusing her powers ADA as well. She also tries to after she she blames Green Arrow. She blames Arrow. Which she doesn't know is Oliver yet for yeah. for Tommy's death. Mm. So she also puts a task force on trying to apprehend him. So she she does a lot of bitch shit in yeah. season two. Yeah, great low light. Damn, because <laughs> <laughs> she was miserable. God. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of another recording. Of Have you have failed this podcast? And uh, we're going to be moving on to Arrow season. Three next episode, and then that really starts to open up 
our possibilities and discussion of the Arrowverse. Yes. Season three uh, is airing concurrently with The Flash season one. We get our first crossover event, and then we get other little bleed overs between the two characters yep. in the shows, and that kind of just sets the precedent for this world building that they managed on the Arrowverse. So I'm really excited to talk about Arrow Season 3. It's not as critically acclaimed as many others, but I yeah. th- really thought it was still a cool and great story. Yeah.